Hey there, ProSide small group leaders. Thank you for joining us for another small group leaders podcast. This is Pastor Billy here. I'm joined by Pastor Alfredo Canencia. Coach, yes, what's up? Yes, how's it? <laughs> uh, thank, you, thank you once again for joining us. And thank you, leaders, for all that you do. And uh, before we dive into this week's discussion guide, uh, just a couple of quick uh, announcements. You know, we want to encourage uh, all of our, our, all of our, us as leaders to encourage our people to go through our discipleship classes, growth track, discipleship track, freedom weekend, and um, just, just getting that into our system. Them, um, so that you know, it'll help enhance discipleship. And what I love is when I see groups go through the classes together, uh, encourage one another along the journey, process it together. So um, you might want to consider that. And uh, we refreshed all of our classes this year, so you, you know, this would be a great time to jump in yeah, and yes, uh, get a refresher. Right. <laughs> uh, the basics, right, Coach? You always yes. got to refresh yourself on the basics. Uh, additionally, we got a Coaches Summit coming up, so coaches, don't forget to sign up for that. And excitingly, we got a marriage and parenting workshop uh, coming up in the month of February, uh, featuring Pastor Keith and Jennifer Tower. Um, and uh, Pastor Keith, again, former N- NBA basketball player, backed up Shaquille O'Neal, but he also has a, a master's degree in counseling, and he's almost done with his PhD. But here's, to me, the greatest credential on why we bring them in up for this, is because they raised two adult kids who love Jesus, oh, who are just awesome. doing amazing that in life, awesome. they have amazing yeah. relationships with. And at the end of the day, isn't that what we all want? We want our kids to grow up loving Jesus and loving us. And so, um, you know, this would be a great one. And the focus for the parenting workshop is going to be parenting teens. And so those of us that are entering the teenage phase or are in the teenage phase or it's coming soon, uh, get ready. Amen. So we want to equip us uh, to parent well and to have our marriages healthy. Amen. You can go to our website for all of those details. Well, we're going to dive into our discussion guide as we conclude our series set apart. And again, the theme for this series really has been to focus on God's holiness and who is God. He's holy. But what does that holiness mean for us? How are we supposed to live in response to God's holiness? And this week's message was about how because God is holy, He ties creation all together at the end. Yes. The fall happened, creation got messed up, but God at the very end is going to set everything right again. And we focus on the passage in Revelation 21 where we see the new heaven and the new earth coming down, a better than the garden. God remakes everything, death, disease, disaster, done away with, and we can have perfect relationship (laughs) with Him and one another again, the way that He intended. And this reality of this of God really doing all this. I mean, he does it. We don't do this. Right. God sovereignly does this at the end should give us hope in whatever we're facing in life, the trials, the storms, marriage problems, parenting it's problems. So so hope true. that at the end of it all, God's going to yeah. set everything right. But it also should give us faith to live faithfully for God here that, hey, he's going to set everything right, and he wants to use me to be a part of that. Right. So I, I, I need to participate and bring heaven to earth in my life and, and live for Jesus here and now, knowing that at the end, God, we win, right? So it should give us a ton of hope no matter what we're facing in life. And that's what we want to talk about. First of all, establishing that reality that God is going to, he wins at the end, and we win with him right. to all who are in Christ. But also, what does that mean for us? How do we live life in light of the eternal hope that we have in the new heavens and the new earth? And so, when we come to this discussion, leaders, I want to encourage you to be thinking about that. Man, how does the reality of heaven and the new heavens and new earth, right. how should that affect the way that I live? Yes. You know, How has it affected the way that I live, and how should it going forward? And we can dive into the discussion on that. So first question, as always, is share what God is highlighting to you most from the weekend sermon and the main thought and scriptures above relating to the new heavens and new earth. Pastor Coach, what you stands know, out to you? you? Know, I, I think it's really good, an opportunity to share 
your life and, and you know, how you've overcome some of these difficult situations. Yeah. I, I, I can recall in my life uh, with um, the passing of my mom some mm, years ago. Yeah. I thought, like, I could never live beyond that. Mm. But because of my relationship with Christ and the hope that I have one day, I'm going to see my mom again. Yeah. Because she received the Lord. She has a relationship with God. And uh, I, so I realized it helped me get through that difficult time. And, T- and tell the story when you're on the plane. You're, yeah, you're mad yeah, at God, yeah, right? I was, yeah, I was, I was on the plane, and I was asking God, how come you didn't heal my mom? And after three months... Uh, after her heart surgery, she actually re- didn't recover. And I wonder why, God. And God said, who said I didn't heal her? I healed her and I took her home. Mm. So and it gave me the hope and I had the peace of God on that plane because I realized one day I have the hope uh, I'm going to see her again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that this kind of it really helps you to get perspective with all the trials and difficulties mm-hmm. that you go through. It's not that God just answered a breakthrough for us here on earth, but beyond this world, yeah. beyond this life. Yeah, Man, that's so powerful. Yeah. I remember when I first heard you tell that story. I think I might have been in high school, maybe college, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and that really helped me. You know, because. The reality is we are conditioned to just look at the here and now, right? right? And if I don't get it in the here and now, things are going bad in the here and now, then life's a mess, right? right? And you feel a mess. You're anxious, you're fearful, you're angry, right? Right? We turn on the news, we see something happening in Ukraine or or, or Palestine, and we're just just so caught up. We see what's happening in around our own country, and we get so upset. And and, and not that it's wrong to be upset when you see atrocities, but sometimes we can go into deep holes of depression and then then despair. Yes. But, But... in God's holiness, he says, man, I'm going to write this shit right, once right, and for right, all. Right, you know, like yeah. I'm going to save the world yeah. from itself and our own stupidity and destruction. And he's going to bring heaven to earth one day. And that to me, man, gives me a ton of hope. Yes. So my so question true. to myself, I remember when I first thought of this, is like, man, whose side am I on? You know right, what I mean? Like, right, right. If I'm on God's side, then I can yeah. have this hope. If I'm not on God's side, then I'm going to be a part of the, the bad side of this, right, you know, right. <laughs> the destruction side of it. And so to me, it just reminds me, okay, I better get right with God and walk with Him as best as I can because He's going to set everything right. right All the right. stuff that's messed up, He's going to fix it. And I want to make sure that I'm with Him and, and serving Him right, while I'm right. here. You know? You, know, you know, one of the thoughts that came to me is that that scripture in 1 John 3, 3 says that he that has this hope yeah. uh, purifies himself. Yeah. That's to be like one, the one that is pure. And I think that when you understand the hope that we have in Christ, yeah. Uh, let me tell you, you want to set yourself apart. Yeah, you want to live differently, and I, I find that when those, that hope was a little, uh, you know, kind of in the dark, and I, I kind of lost hope, then all of a sudden I want to just live for myself. But it's important That's that so we good. establish that hope every day in our life that one day we're gonna be with Him. I was just talking to somebody yeah. in small group about this. You know that you know we when we go through a hard season, we have to cope. Somehow, right? right? right we got to right. cope with alcohol. Or yeah, we don't yeah. have to, but a lot of people yeah. cope with alcohol or other bad things, right. you know, or just distractions because life is hard, right? Let's, right? let's make no mistake. Because of the fall, life is difficult for us. Right. And, and, and that's not the right way to cope with life. Right. But if we have hope, we can cope with hope, right? Yes, you know, yes. like, in knowing that, okay, it's bad now, but God, there's a promise. Not only way off in the future, but even now in my life, if I apply the gospel and I walk with Jesus, things right. can get better. I can bring heaven to earth in yes, my life, in my right. marriage, right? We're just talking right. about that right? with Justin. Like, you can bring heaven to earth in your marriage, and it yes. can get better. Yeah. So we can cope, not with alcohol, we can cope with the hope. Right. Of all of this, and and I want to say something here too that like sometimes this this thought can bring a passivity. Okay, well I'll just wait for God to fix everything. Then. Right? You know what I mean? Like okay, yeah. if if you're saying Pastor Billy, God's going to right all the wrongs and bring heaven to earth, then I'll just kick back, relax, and wait till He does that because right. you know I guess that's what we do. 
the reality is, as you said, Coach, yes. all who have this hope purify themselves right, right. as He is pure. And we we pursue the mission of God, Matthew yes. twenty eight, because we're supposed to bring heaven to earth, right, you right, know, and right. help be a part of this. And so it shouldn't create a passivity. It should actually create an activity <laughs> and right. a forward yes. motion. All right, God's going to fix it all, and I yeah, want to be a part of like, it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right, I want to bring heaven to earth in my community, right. my home, my company, my business, right. and then he's going to set it all right one day. Right. So, man, I'm on the winning side. Come let's on. get, let's get yes. to work, right? That's what it should create in us. Right. So, you know, leaders, as you're talking with people, let's, let's watch that. I don't want anyone to get super passive and like, oh, I guess we just wait till Jesus comes back. Like, right. no. Right. Yes, we wait. And we also get action. Get yes, into action. Yes, yes. Let's go do this because that's what he said to do. Let's go share the gospel and bring heaven to earth everywhere we can. Amen. Amen. And you know that promise should should fuel us. It should fuel when we're, if your marriage is difficult, if your things are going on. I remember when my when we were going through the tough season of health with my that's son. That's right. Yes. That really brought me a ton of comfort. Just like yeah. okay, God, even if we have to suffer for the next sixty years or eighty years. Yeah, yeah. At least it's not forever. Right, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, you're right, going right. to set this right. But it also helped me to see, well, then I want to help as many other people as I can Amen. come yeah. to know Jesus so they can have that same hope, yeah. you know, and, and, and fuel them through whatever they're going through. You know, as, as an older person, I saw what you and Nomi was going through. And just, you know, I mean, the difficulty, I saw, you, you know, it's not easy. But what you went through with your son, I saw a whole new level of faith come in you that inspired me. Mm. So the faith that is in you, leaders, yes. and rising up in you will inspire your small group yeah. members and beyond, realizing that God's working inside of you. And that's what we want. We want our, our members to have hope, right. right? To find God in their dark places yeah. and applying the hope of the gospel. And so when they go out in the world, people get around you like, this is different. You yes, know, yeah, like, yeah. like, you should be super bitter right now. Why aren't you? You, yeah. should be, you should be super angry. You should be going to the bar to cope with your, 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 your pains, but you're not. Why? Right. Because right. I have the hope of eternal life. Amen. And the kingdom of God <laughs> is, is future, but it's also in my life right now. And I can live faithfully in Jesus right now. So, leaders, a lot we can talk about this week. But the, the next question, you know, what is one challenging situation in your life right now? How can the promise of eternal hope, uh, eternal life give you hope right now? Um, be prepared to, to share a little bit about that. So before you get to group, think about it, pray about it. God, what am I going through and how can the truth of this message give me fuel to live faithfully today? And be prepared to share that. And, and may that be a great example for the people uh, in the group as well. And then lastly, thinking here, who is someone in your life currently facing a trial yeah, yes. and in need of hope in Christ? How can you practically share this hope with them? You know, when we were going through our difficult season with Micah, that was one thing that actually really helped me was was not just curling up in a ball, waiting for Jesus to heal right, him. Right. And you hear this, right? You know, yeah. like when you when you get out and help people, you know, yes, it, it yes. brings fuel. And so I kept on ministering, kept on leading small group. And, and you know, it was encouraging to see God, in even in my darkest place, be able to use me to help people. Yeah. And I saw, I mean, I saw people, you know, get from, from suicidal to get healthy. I saw marriages that were ready to break down, yes. get healed. I mean, yeah. God was doing amazing stuff in my, my ministry and my small group. And I remember sometimes I'd go home like, God, that was such an amazing small group. Thank you for healing that person. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for blessing that person. Right. But what about me? Right, you know? right, 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 I remember so many right. times driving home being frustrated. But you know what? I would still be hopeful because I, I remember many times walking through the door, God, all right, if you can do it for them, you can do it for me. Amen. It's yeah. just not right now for whatever reason. Right. Um, but but being able to pour out even in the, the difficulty, yeah. that was only possible because I had an eternal hope, first right. of all. But it brought me courage and strength yeah. even yeah. while I was going through stuff. I, I think know? sometimes it validate the fact that you, you have something to give. It's through your brokenness. See, leaders, yeah. you don't want to be afraid or ashamed of the brokenness. The scars in your life are, are there to point people to Jesus. Right. So as you begin to see it through the, the lens or through the scriptures and hope, of, of how one day we're going to win, yep. then you're going to share it with faith 
Man, you, everyone have a story. Leaders, you have a story. I love what you said. Yeah, the yeah. scars point people to yes. Jesus. If yeah. we aren't wounded in some way, shape, or form, people right. can't relate to us. Right. Oh, your life is perfect. Yeah. Nah, you don't understand. Like, no. Yeah. Been through a divorce, yes. right? Yes. No. I got a sick child. God hasn't healed him yet. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I'm frustrated. Right. But I have hope. Come That's on. the key. That's the gospel. Yes, you know, it, it's 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 the already, but not yet. I know it's coming. Yes. but I'm in this this liminal space, this in between space where it's hard. But I'm still moving forward because I have hope. I know it's coming. Right. And when people see that, they go, wow, that's different. Because the world doesn't offer that. That's right. The that's world right. cannot offer that. Yeah. It's either you have it now or it's over. Like, yes. no, no, no. <laughs> I may suffer for 80 years, but I know it's coming. Right. You know it's what I mean? Coming. And by the way, I know I won't suffer for 80 years because I'm convinced I'll see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Oh, come that's on. the faith that, we, faith that we have, that's right? The, that's the preaching right there. Amen. Yes, I'm, amen. I'm almost, <laughs> stop me. I'm going to start preaching, coach. <laughs> no, but... um. But think about that. Who is someone in your life? Because as we run to them, even in our trial, yeah. and we can share hope with them, man, it fuels you. It so does, yes. right? And uh, we want to we wanna make sure we're thinking about that and encouraging our people about that. And then make sure at the end, you take time to pray for one another, for whatever we're facing, struggles we may be going through, especially if you got new people, pray for them. And let's believe that the kingdom of God will enter that moment right now oh, and awesome. uh, give them hope in that moment and maybe even healing in that moment. Amen. But Lord, leaders, thank you for all that you're doing. Um, you know, I, I realize what we do is so, so important. It's why we build church the way that we do. And um, fighting to have your group meetings, fighting to lead and, and, and have those one-to-ones are so important because people are going through stuff and we need to share with them the eternal hope in Christ to give the right perspective. So we don't cope with sin, we cope with hope. Amen. Amen. I'm going to coin that phrase. Oh, that sounds yeah, good. Cope with hope, I'm gonna have everybody. to tweet that. <laughs> tweet it, coach. <laughs> you can have it. Um, and uh, let, let's continue to be the light of the world in this season. Amen. Amen. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for yes, all that you're doing, leaders. God. And uh, may this be a refreshing, encouraging, and challenging discussion of giving hope to one another. Amen. Have Amen. a great week in the Lord. Amen.